0: choice for a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements.
1: I'm attorney Mike DiBasquale. After a car wreck, we'll fight to get you all the money you deserve and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this. 816 got this. All right, that was Summit Christian Academy. Coach Todd Burke, he's got a REMAX Big 3 game as they head to center. Okay, let's go ahead and bring in our own Cole Young, who's going to be out there uh, at the game on Friday. And Cole, uh, this is a good one. Uh, this is a, a, a district where... Um, the the best teams are left. Um, Pleasant Hill, who's been in every game this year, they they get a big win over Oak Grove. They're going to play Odessa again, and that was a close game the first time around. And then Center and Summit Christian, who haven't played each other, are going to play. And and that's I think that's I think you've got the best four teams left in that district. And this game right here is is, is going to be a fun one.
0: Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And I think you know Summit Christian is kind of that wild card because if you look at who they've played, and then who Center has played, they haven't played any common opponents they should have they're both supposed to play Warrensburg and then I think center missed that game you know with some COVID stuff that that game got postponed or canceled uh but yeah I think this is going to be a matchup of of some some teams that of differing styles a little bit you know I know that um some of Christian likes to run the ball and likes to you know really I mean they're, they're willing to score but with Shoemake and you know, the really mobile quarterback they're going to try to they're going to try to control the ball on the ground, where it seems like center this year maybe more so than in the past doesn't mind. You know, hey, if you got a six, four, six foot four quarterback, let it let it rip, right? Oh, I have a question for you. I want to switch for just a second. I'd like to hear your comments and thoughts about the fact that there are six KCI teams still playing this week. That's just amazing. You know what? I, I think I said last week, maybe that that Hogan prep uh, Lathrop game might be a, a closer game than we all thought. And then when I saw Lathrop kind of hanging with them and then, you know, Lawson of all the times to catch Pembroke Hill, that was the time to catch him. Um, yeah, I think the KCI, this is kind of judgment week for them a little bit. So we'll see. I think I don't obviously there won't be six left because East Buck plays um, mid buck this week. But there's this is going to be a really interesting week for me to see where the KCI is at. They could really kind of, because that's been the question we had, right? Like, what is what is the KCI? Because they pretty much have only played in themselves. Um, the first week they've definitely shown out well. If they all advance this week, like they potentially could, then you're all of a sudden saying, okay, this is they're for real for real this year. Which I don't think they were. I think they were always for real, but just how, just how good we don't really know quite yet. But they're they're looking to be pretty pretty solid.
1: Well, and you look at uh, University Academy, I think they answered the, they can beat Plattsburgh just as bad as everybody else in the KCI did. Yeah. <laughs> they were up, uh, what did I say, 40 to nothing? And it was 45, was it 45 yeah. to nothing at the, at, the, at the half? So I almost nailed it uh, dead on there and um, uh, went on to an easy, but something to nothing went over Plattsburgh. And uh, I think that that's a West Platte University Academy game is going to be interesting class one. And, and then, you know, in the other district, you've got, uh, you know, Windsor and, and, and uh, Adrian in that one. And and you've seen both those teams. I mean, you probably could probably uh, give a good report on, on that one that that's, I I think it's probably, I probably lean toward Windsor on that one. And uh, so that's, that's kind of where that class one is at this year.
0: Yeah. So I think, I think that Windsor and not Windsor, I'm sorry, the West university Academy game is going to be really interesting. Um, For me, I'll be watching the score just to kind of see where, you know, where university Academy kind of stacks up with these guys. I mean, they have the athletes I think to stay with them. I I'm not sure how that game will go. You know, it, it should be a very interesting one. It was one that frankly, I kind of thought we might've seen last week, you know, had the, had the seedings kind of held, held mm-hmm. the way we thought they might. Um, and then Windsor and Adrian, you know, Windsor's a very talented football team. Um, they've got the Witherspoon brothers. There's three of them um, quarterback, running back and wide receiver. And they, they have the skill position players to match up with about anybody. Um for Adrian, they're going to need to play they've, – they've been playing their best football as of probably the last game and a half of the year. I mean, they – that was out of the 71 times Midway and Adrian have played each other, that was the second largest margin of victory between the two teams. So it's 44 to nothing. The defense is starting to click. Um, Adrian's going to have to play their best game of the year and hope a couple of things break their way, and I think I think then they have a shot. But, I mean, that's one of those games I was talking to uh, a few of my, my other Adrian folks, and it could go – It could be a 35 point game or it could be a a 10 point game. You never really know. It could, it really just depends on how that first quarter goes, probably sets the tone for that one. Oh, as you know better than I do, those Adrian seniors in the three years that they've been in that varsity program, sophomore, junior, and senior year, they've only lost six games in three years. That's pretty amazing. They know how to win. Yeah. They've lost to, um, yeah, they basically made it in those in those, in those three years so far. They lost in the quarterfinals to a Lincoln team that lost in the state championship. They lost to Windsor after they beat them in kind of a heartbreaker their sophomore year. And then last year fell to mid-buck in the semis. So they know how to play games in November and they have a good senior class. Um, but I think more importantly for them this year is looking at their defense, they've only got two seniors really playing a ton right now, playing every snap. So it's going to be getting some of those freshmen to get those nerves out. But yeah, this is two teams that are very well experienced in November and then two teams that actually are going to open the the, the season next year against each other as well.
1: Let's move on to class two in uh, district five. You've got Holden and Butler. I think we're probably looking at Butler winning that game, uh, Warsaw and Lafayette County. I think we're steamrolling towards a Lafayette County Butler district final, aren't
0: we? Well, not so Warsaw's fast, my, my friend. <laughs> Warsaw's a pretty good team. <laughs> Warsaw, I mean, gave Butler every single thing they wanted in the regular season. I mean, a nine and one team. Um, that'll be that's like a, that's a sneaky good game. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see exactly where both teams are this week.
1: Then Trenton's and is going to Maryville. Looks like Maryville's got a good shot to come out of that district. And then District Eight, you got Latham and Lawson both getting wins, but they're going to Richmond and St. Michael. I think we, we may be looking at a Richmond St. Michael final here in a couple weeks too.
0: Yeah, I I think. I think Lawson can can really it's Lawson and St. Michael, correct? Yes, yes. I think that could be a better game. A, that is a better could, game, I think. Yeah, that that could be a closer game than I think we think it will be. Um, St. Michael's really needs their skill position players. They need Haggerty and they need um, I think I believe it's Ellis as their running back's name. Number four. Um, number four. They need those guys to get going, and I think they can out athlete them in the skill position the skill position areas. I had an opportunity to see Saint Michael play last week, and you're absolutely right about Haggerty. Haggerty could play for anybody. He's the tight end, defensive end, linebacker. He's a good one. Number eighty-seven. Hagerty's, yeah, he could play at any Class Six school right now. They need to figure out a way to get him the ball, get the defense keyed on him. It's it's very similar to what Park Hill did when they had a little bit of success against Liberty North. Let's get it to the tight end, short, low stress passes, and then build from that.
1: Uh, up in class three, we already talked about the Pleasant Hill and Odessa and Summit Christian center, of course, uh, Cameron, St. Pius, Savannah Chillicothe. I see one thing that doesn't look like the other three things. (laughs) (laughs) St. Pius has already rolled through all those other three teams. Yeah. I feel like they're going to come out of that district as well.
0: I think St. Pius is, is hoping to just get things kind of lined up and ready to go as they, you know, as they kind of get things ready to go in class, you know, they're barreling towards a an Odessa or a, or a center or a Summit Christian probably matchup. You know The winner of that district, St. Pius is, is headed towards that quarterfinal, I think.
1: And then uh, we've got a good one, Harrisonville-Lincoln Prep. The good Harrisonville showed up last week. I didn't think that was going to happen. And then up north, you've got Carney and Smithville. I think we've already seen that once. And then Excelsior Springs and St. Joe Lafayette. I think Excelsior Springs is the favorite in that game. Lafayette's had a solid season. Uh, they're without their quarterback, but they've still been able to score points, but Excelsior Springs is tough this time of year running, uh, running veer and option football.
0: Yeah. That's a really good game between, you know, Lafayette and Excelsior. I, uh, the winner of that, I mean, you win that, you go play Smithville, <laughs> Harrisonville. So Harrisonville rolled through Grandview, and Jace Reynolds didn't play much yeah. at all. I don't think he's he got, got a bad He He's got a, a sprained knee. And I was talking to a couple of my guys in Harrisonville a couple of weeks ago, and they had thought maybe he has been dinged up for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, he's one of those players, you get him healthy, who knows what can happen. I mean, I, I'm wondering if he's been healthy really since that center game.
1: Yeah, and I think, but that, 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 that being said, though, the, what Lincoln Prep did to center last week says to me that they may be on yeah. a, a different level. I well,
0: mean, yeah.
1: Well, Cole, it's uh, it's going to be a great week, and uh, have, have fun at that center game. It should be a good one. We will chat with you again next week.
0: All right. Thanks, guys.